planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. My guest on the program now is Martin Huggs from Promise Sugar. What's happening tonight, man? Uh, nothing much. It's midday here. It just started snowing up in Sweden, so we're getting ready for winter up here. Getting cold? Yeah, a little bit. Not not really bad yet, but it, it's uh, it's going to get there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we enjoy, enjoy the, uh, whatever warm weather you've got left there. So, uh, it's, it's great to talk to you again, man. Uh, last time, uh, we spoke, you were just about to tour with Lamb of God. Uh, so what have you guys been doing since then? Wow. Since then we've been, uh, touring, uh, up until, uh, I guess July this summer. And when we stopped doing the first leg of our 25 anniversary, touring that we kicked off we you know we finished off the Coloss uh, touring for the Ophidian Trek and then we went into doing some some shows to kind of commemorate the fact that we're old fuckers now and been around <laughs> for too long so uh that's that's um that's what we've been up to and then we've been you know wrapping things up for this album and taking care of some things that are you know on the administrative side that are you know not so fun to take care of and then right now we're you know starting to get back into some kind of writing mode it's early stages yet but you know we're 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 messing around with new ideas and stuff uh do you, do you guys just been jamming out in the studio or are you just sending ideas back and forth to each other mainly just you know sending stuff back and forth i'm i'm I'm, I've been sitting now the last few weeks at home working by myself. I know Thomas has been working a little bit with Dick, but mostly by himself as well. And that's generally how it goes for us. I mean, it's it's it doesn't get to be a, a kind of a band effort until we've got some, you know, something to stand on, some ideas and some half songs here and there that we can, you know, all dig into and feel all like, you know, cool stuff that might make it to the next album and then everybody gets into the process and then they're like it, it, it gets like snowballing from there, you know, it gets bigger and bigger real fast. But the early stages are always real slow and that's where we're at now. But we're not we're we're not rushing anything. We got we got um we got a final leg of the twenty five year anniversary thing going on in December in in uh, Europe. So we're actually planning and and preparing a bit for that as well. Man, it sounds like you got a, you guys got a lot uh, going on at the moment, which is exciting for your fans, of course, you know. And uh, as you were mentioning before, you know, you've just released uh, the latest live DVD, uh, the Ophidian Trek, uh, which is just, it's amazing, man. Um, you know, it really captures the band's live energy, and uh, it, it sounds awesome, too, when you, when you crank it. So, you know, there's not many bands that do the live DVD CD thing anymore, you know, and I think that's, that's a bit of a shame, hey, um, do you think that that things like bootlegs from smartphones and YouTube have something to do with that? Probably, but I think also it's like, you know, what what used to be something that actually labels could make, you know, money uh, off mm. of DVDs. DVDs are, you know, for, for the most part, for most bands, they cost quite a lot to produce, you know, if you compare it to a lot of more 
should I say, simpler promotional tools. And since CD sales are not around anymore, I think it, it kind of it's kind of logical step for for most physical releases to take a you know step back. But um, as far as for us, we 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 do what we always do. We just don't think so much about whether it's a smart thing to do or not. We we think about it from a non-commercial standpoint. This was um chance for us to, you know, present something, a part of the band that we weren't able to present on the last live DVD. Because now, like you say, this is more of a representation of what it's like, both from an audio and visual standpoint, mm. as like, you know, bringing the atmosphere that we or the vibe that that we're about like and bring that home to people so for us it was just like this is something that that you know fans should be able to 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 get a load of even though they might not be able to see us live you know i think that's important because you know when i was growing up and i was a young lad uh, and i wasn't old enough to go to shows you know i relied on those live DVDs, you know, like on the old VHS. I'm a bit old myself. So, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. videos and, and Faith No More yeah. at Brixton. I just played them to death, you know. I, and that, I think for a lot of some people in some countries that can't go, just go and see you guys. I think that's great that, you know, you have that there so they can experience it as well. Um, do, did you have a live video that, you know, you just played to death when you were younger? Um, yeah, actually, but... <laughs> The funny thing is that uh, most of the when I, when we were kids growing up, there was a lot of those you know people uh, also on a VHS. They you know you recorded off the TV like you know when we had Headbangers Ball back in the day and and, and shows like that where, where they did like specials. Like I I remember one in particular where uh, it's a live show from Dynamo in Holland with Testament from I don't know when, but it's like maybe 80, 87, 88, or 89 or something. And and I know that that was hugely popular. Like, everybody was giving a copy to somebody that they knew were into metal because it was such a, you know, such a vibe going there. And that was, like, filmed midday. So it was... There was nothing fancy like that, but I know there was a lot of those those shows that where Headbangers Ball went to, you know, record maybe an hour of some set someplace. And also the the um, one video that I know was a, was a big deal for people that really didn't, you know, didn't focus that much on a really spectacular live performance was the Cliff Amal video, you know, Metallica mm. old because that really. I think that that really was uh, much more important for Metallica than anybody would know, because that video made people and guys in bands sitting around playing, you know, some thrash metal songs feel like they, these guys are our friends. They're just like us, you know. They're having the same interest, of they're fucking around in the same way. They're, you know, it was it was a way to like get intimate with a band that you like really love. So I think that you know that video was was a big deal, you know. That was another one on my list. Played it played that tape to death and then I had to get another yeah. one. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> well we don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> so do you uh, remember your you know, the first band you ever saw live? Yeah, um I mean uh, if you discount uh, all the the uh, disregard all the local acts that I saw growing up bands that nobody would know outside of where I lived you know, me, well, all of us, apart from Dick, are from way up north, which means that it's like a six and a half hour drive down to Stockholm by car. 
And, you know, when when we were young, when we were like 15, so we're like in the, you know, 80, 86, 87, around there, it, it wasn't something you you didn't go to shows. That was nothing, mm. you know, something you did. You heard about shows, you could watch it on TV, but you never went to shows. But actually, being such a huge Metallica fan, when I was 15, well, it was my mom actually followed me and my friend down to Stockholm so that we could go and see Metallica. And that was the first show, that, a real proper metal show that I ever went to. And that was the Master of Puppets tour, and it was the last show with Cliff Burton. He died just oh. hours after I saw him. So, yeah, you know, and that was, of course, a tragedy. But uh, uh, in retrospect, we had a, such a fucking... You know, I was so lucky to be able to go and see that show at that age coming from where where I'm from, you know, and then catching, you know, the last original setup. So it was, uh, well, that was the first show I saw. That's a pretty special show, man. I guess, you know, when I first saw, you know, Fear Factory Live, that was it for me, and that's what really kicked it off. So, you know, everyone's got their one band, and all, you know, you can see so many shows throughout your life, but you'll always have that one that'll just always stick, yeah. stick in your mind. You know, so yeah. we, are you are you a mosh pit kind of guy, or, or do you sort of stand back and appreciate? Uh, well, I mean, when I was when I was younger, like for instance, on on that show, I was a mosh pit guy, definitely, like up until my twenties. But to be honest, since I started, you know, since my sugar started, I would, since we started go out playing a lot of live shows, I I kind of stopped watching bands from the crowd because. Either you were at a show where you were at a festival, and then you had to take care of all your own <laughs> shit. So you maybe dip in and watch some a few bands from the side of the stage, you know. And when now when I go to see bands, if I go to see a band, I want you know I enjoy the mosh pit action, looking at it, and I I know why it's cool to be in the mosh pit. So, but if I go to see a band that I enjoy musically. I'd like to hear what they're doing. So I'm always one of those guys standing by the sound in front of house board, you know, because that's where it's going to sound best. So, yeah, you know, that's it. Without without an elbow or a, a, a boot to the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, as you said before, you guys have just hit 25 years uh, being together. Well, you know, that's an amazing achievement for, for any band these days. So, you know, what what do you think the secret is? Well, uh, fair measure of stubbornness to begin with. Uh, I mean, we're with, and you know, it's like we've been very unconscious about our whole, our whole career, sort of. You know, it's it's uh, it started out with a bunch of guys coming together because we were like-minded in certain ways, not always, but certain ways when it comes to music, and what we could make together became kind of a journey and we've been lucky enough to still be on that journey you know it's like it's a trip to to always have like you know every album kind of tends to be an imprint of of what this group dynamic is all about at this point in time and the fascination amongst us in the band about like how that works and and the 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 joy of exploring that is why we're still around because we've you know we've been a slow-growing band, but we're taking small steps every time we release an album, and it's been steadily growing. We're like a virus, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not no- noticeable to begin with, and it's and, and and now we've been doing it so long that it's become second nature. So now I don't. I think you know none of us know 
what we would be doing if we weren't doing this. You know, it's come to that point. So, you know, we're really fortunate in that way. Here's to another 25 years for you guys. So we're going to go to the live version of Combustion from the Ophidian Trek now. Look, it was great talking to you again, Martin. And uh, as I said, best of luck with the next 25 years. And I uh, can't wait to hear the new Mishra album. Right, thank you, man. It's nice talking to you as always. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 